Hello, people of the internet. I am your host and dungeon master, Kevin Gady, and welcome to another epic saga of uh, Odyssey of the Oberyn. Uh, this is our weekly D&D 5e swashbuckler and sorcery podcast, and with me today, as always, is my fabulous crew, except for Riley, who could unfortunately not make it here today. Say hi, everybody. Oh, uh, well, hi guys, uh, my name is Mitchell, I play as Captain, the Red Dragonborn Swashbuckler. It's uh, really good uh, to be here, and, uh, well, continue the campaign as always. Hi everyone, my name is Matt, I am playing Joseph, the very human fighter. Excited to play, sorry for that weird introduction there, normally Riley starts, so we were all like, oh, shoot, who starts? So, I'll check again, ready to fly. You take one person out, and it all goes to chaos. That's what happens. There's th there you go. Before I go, I mean, it's like it's like you don't even know us. I know. Right. But yeah, I'm Mary. Uh, I play Belle, the uh, <clears throat> the bard dwarf. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is dying slowly, which is a lovely sign for this. Um. Uh, there is a storm around Mitch and myself, mm -hmm. so if I randomly cut out, it's probably because I lost power or something, and I will try to get back on. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not even lying while you were doing your intro, Mary. Um, my lights uh, literally flickered on and off for a second because of the storm. Oh no. Yeah, I might have been doing that for like a good five minutes before we started. Custom. Yeah, bad adventure tonight. Just a bad adventure. I swear to God, if you put us through another storm, I'm gonna scream. Uh, you guys are safe in town for now. <laughs> Good. Now, that's the key. Yes, because it never rains on land. Exactly, especially on, on an oh, island. Nice. It never rains on islands. All right, all right. Let's, <laughs> all right. Let's get started. Let's get started. So with that, let's dive on in. So last time we left you guys, you were. Cheer! You were having a drink at uh, the Red Sail Tavern, uh, getting to know the city of Rosewater a little bit. You, uh, Joseph here, officially joined as a crew member until he reaches Volwind, or not Volwind, um, Thanel. Getting, about my crew. Yep, until you find your crew, who was said to last be seen going toward Thanel. So we'll see where that takes you. Um, Opal's yeah, not super happy Thanos. about it, but, uh... Yes, Mitchell. He has to travel to Thanos. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see Thanos. Anyway, um... You, uh, Joseph and Reika made a... A truce, I suppose you could truce. say? Uh, yeah. uh, they're going to kill Petra, the blue dragonborn? <laughs> or, no, the blue dragon. Petra, the blue right. dragon. <laughs> So we'll see how that goes later in the campaign. <laughs> and uh, Mitch like and Mary uh, helped this poor server woman uh, get, get some workers' rights. Better pay... Well, the guy was an asshole, so... Yes. Yeah. Yes, they, they kicked the butt of old evil Benjamin Franklin. Well, old fat evil Captain Benjamin. kicked butt. I just kind of stand at guard for a while. Uh, so, yeah, with that... Um, we're gonna start off where we left off. Pretty much, you guys still sitting in the bar. 
Reka finishes uh, his drink pretty quickly and he turns to you and says, well, uh, there's some people here I gotta meet. Um, don't wait up and uh, see you back on the ship. Alright, stay safe. He gives you a, a nod and uh, walks out the door. So now it's just the three of you still sitting in the Red Sail Tavern. What would you like to do? If you want, uh, like, uh, if you want to guys take a look at the map that I sent you all, you can see like different places you could visit. Or if you if you're sick of the Red Sail Tavern, or if you want to get some supplies or whatever. Or if you're looking for work, uh, you could probably talk to some of the patrons. Let's see. I mean, I'm kind of tempted to pick up another bounty. You can me too. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't got someone that's going to burn down a village, so yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, let's just go and uh, look for a bounty then. Um, are there anything. Are there like any bounty posters nearby? Oh, do. do, do, do. No, not in the Red Sail Tavern, but I'm sure, like, if you were to ask around some of the patrons, you may be able to find, like, some odd job or something. Okay. If that's what you're looking uh, for. Split up and meet back here in an hour? Yeah, like, uh, just talk to the patrons, then. Or you could go, or you could split up around town. You never know. It's up to you guys. Yeah, that's what I meant. You want to split around town and then we all come back in an hour? Mary, or, uh, Belle, are you good with that? Sure. Alright, cool. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. As long as no one does anything stupid. Don't worry, Ray. 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 Don't worry, Don't worry, Ray. 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 Captain, you good? Are you having too much drink there, buddy? Yeah, I just kind of had to get out of stretch, that's all. Stretch out one of my fingers, too. Yeah, I know, you can always get pretty tense. Yeah. Tense when you're on a ship. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go explore around. Alright, so I'm gonna start off with Matt, because he's the first name I see. Um, so Matt, where are you going? Okay, so we're already at the Red Sail Tavern. Let's start off at... You could just wander the streets too if you want. Just uh, tell me like where approximately you're going. I, uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to see like where I am compared to the Red District. Okay, so I'm in the Marketplace District. Let's make our way up to the Port District. Alright, so you're going to make your way to the port district. Uh, any particular place there, or just wandering on the streets? Um, well, let's go to uh, the Spell Bottles place. That way, in case we, I mean, we can get spell potions. Oh, okay, cool. Alright. Oh yeah, see, huh? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Alright, so... Well, one of us has to. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking all the smarts with me. So... Located near the center of the port district is this two-story building with a kind of like wooden sign in the shape of a bottle. Um, and the, the sign reads, 
cellophane spell bottles. This brick and mortar structure is well kept and clean on the outside, but once you set foot inside, you see that this apothecary shop is a mess. Uh, fumes of various colors and smells wafting through the air. Upon entering, your nostrils are hit with a symphony of charming and repugnant order, odors overwhelming your own senses. Uh, scattered... Oh, sorry, I'm not, uh, scattered haphazardly around the shop, uh, along different racks and shelves, you see ingredients and potion bottles. Uh, it looks like they're labeled, but the labels are very hastily put on, and you're looking at some of it, and it looks like some of them aren't even put on right, so... Uh, there's that. Uh, a large cauldron sits kind of uh, into the center of the room. Uh, with a semicircle table full of tubes and beakers surrounding this cauldron as well. It isn't long before you enter the shop that you see a small gnome with large leather gloves and larger goggles covering his eyes. He runs past, like literally runs past you, almost ducking underneath your legs. And you see in his hands, uh, kind of carrying in a pair of tongs is a bowl of liquid flame and he's like scurrying about and you see this liquid flame kind of spill out of the bowl and hit the ground uh, but as it hits the ground you see a small green gelatinous cube follow close behind the gnome and kind of like scoop up the contents uh, before this liquid fire burns the shop down <laughs> he dumps this flame rather quickly in the large cauldron and begins to mix this uh, with whatever other contents he has in there. Just to set the scene for you. Okay, got it. So I gotta be careful unless I might buy poison. You might. Congratulations. I might act out a bad scientist. I was gonna say, I might accidentally buy poison. So we're gonna have to play our cards very carefully here. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna knock on a piece of wood that's close by the door and be like, Oi! You got a customer! Uh, you, you, he doesn't respond immediately at first. You see that he is pretty busy. Shoot him. still is like, he doesn't even notice that you're there, if you want to try louder. Is there any empty bottles around me? Uh, or... yeah, I'm sure you can find one. Okay. <laughs> going to be like a fucking cat and just one of the bottles that's empty, obviously. Yeah. You do that, and he perks up and says, like, ah, dang. Ah, well, got your attention that time, didn't I? And he, he looks at you with, like, surprise in his face. I was like, oh, a customer. Uh, that, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, the name is Selfane Nasir Orwick Respin. It's nice, very nice to meet you. Uh, sorry oh for God. the intrusion. I... Oh God, Kevin, I'm not going to... Not again. It's another Mulder uh, situation. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> 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 
those of you who don't know, uh, Kevin made a character for my campaign, and he named it Tantil Tiefton Mulder or something like that. It was, it was Tantil T-Turf Mulder. T-Turf Mulder, yeah. I did it! And I do this because no I can show that I did it. I do this because gnomes typically get a name from every member of their family, so they have very long, exaggerated names, and it's fun. I like that. Telfane, is that it? Is that the first name? Telfane? Yeah, you can just you can just call him Sailfane, like on the sign. Sailfane, thank you, Sailfane. Yeah. Write that fucking down. He probably will just keep referring to himself. Um. But some people call him uh, Snore too, if that's easier. Snore? Yeah, because his uh, initials: Snailfane, Nasir, Orwick, Respin. Well, shit. Okay, I'm gonna look at him and just be like Joseph. Nice to meet you, Joseph. Uh, I see that you're in my shop. I assume that you are looking to procure some items, or um, are you here for the ad? Yes, yes, um, and he, you see him, like, scramble around his shop for a second before, uh, after, like, going through a lot of papers that are on his research table, you guess, uh, he pulls one out and he hands it to you, and, uh, this paper reads, um, looking for experienced, um, explorers, uh, to help me, um, uh, map out the sewers of Rosewater. So, uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll pocket this, I'll pocket this. Okay. I'll be like... So are you here, for, are you here in answer for... No, it's what? not? You're, you're not here what? for the ad? Hello, Matt. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I was waiting for you to talk. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to talk. Hey, but this is I mean, absolutely. Go ahead. Kevin, go ahead. You're, you're pointing at me. <laughs> he said you're not here for the ad, are you? No, I'm not. I'm here to buy some health potions. However, this ad intrigued me. So maybe. Oh, I, I, I appreciate that. I could use quite a bit of help with that. Um... Do you want me to get in some more details with the ad right there? Please. Okay, and he, uh, he without, like, word, just moves past you and goes outside of his shop. <laughs> I guess I'll follow him. <laughs> <laughs> you follow him. And, uh, as you go back outside his shop, he points to a certain location, like, just across his shop, and he goes on to say, well, I've been living here for about, he does a little bit, 300 years I've been in the spot, and I have noticed that uh, there, this part, and he like, points to a particular uh, metal ring that he said he embedded, he embedded into the ground, uh, like, a hundred years back, and he says, Every storm that blows through Rosewater here, lightning strikes that spot every time. 
Now, are you familiar with, um, uh, the history of Rosewater? Yes, I am. Well, many, many thousands of years ago, this entire region, the Risu Island chain, was, uh, once home to a goblinoid empire. Um, obviously it has since crumbled, and, uh, the city, Rosewater here, has been built on the ruins of this empire. So, in the sewers, there's... <laughs> in the sewers, there's, um, ruins, uh, many explorers have gone down there to get artifacts, or archaeologists, uh, to study the ruins and everything, but... I believe that... It, it is very odd that lightning strikes the same location nearly every time, is it not? Oh, it is. Has anyone else gone there to check it out? Or just you? Or No, I don't think many people are making the connection. I Nobody quite has the lifespan that I do, so I don't think they really notice that kind of thing. Like I said, I've been here for 300 years, and for yeah, lightning... This, and Matt talking, this this has started since, like, 200 years ago, this has been a thing? He's noticed it for 300 years, ever since he's moved into this. So it's, it's always been? Okay. Yes, only, like, 200 years ago did he, like, put this metal ring in to test his theory to, like, you know, basically see, like, huh, it is striking that spot. And, uh, look at that. Yes. And there's more, too. I've gone around the entire city, and there are other particular points in which this lightning strikes. Do I have a map on me, uh, Rosewater? Um, you do. Uh, well, actually... Oh, you meant in character. In character, you do not. Yeah, I Sorry. do not. But he, like, he'll go back inside and show you, like, the points and everything. Oh, okay. You see where I was going for? Yes, yes I do. Because I am smart. Ah. Yes. Kevin, your head's getting a little bit bigger. <laughs> wow. Alright, um... So... He, of course... You see the map of Rosewater, and there's a s series of eight circles that kind of scatter about. Uh, the various districts. So, of course, you see the one that's right in front of the shop. Uh, there is one... Give me a second here. There's one kind of in the Marketplace District, one in the Southern Thorn District, Lake District, Northern Thorn District, Floodgate District. Uh, there's actually, like, two in the Floodgate and the Marketplace District. And I'll send you, like, a picture of where the circles are here. And, uh, Please and thank you. Later, but... Just so you yeah. have a better idea of where they are. Um, okay, cool. But they always, he goes on to explain, they always strike these locations here, and I've put metal rings around um, to basically test this as well. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. Like I said, it might be something interesting for me and my crew to look at. Indeed. Bring it up with If we decide to do it, we'll come back. Of course, um, and I'll get back to you in a second here with that whole. Okay. Because I'm sure you still want to get healing potions and stuff, right? 
Yes, and then I was going to ask what exactly he was making for Colin right now. Yes, that's fine. Um, so next, I'm going to Mary. What is, where's Belle going? Um... Are you going to wander around the streets of the Marketplace District, or are you going to head to a certain location, go to another district to look for some work? I think I'll just wander around the district, the Marketplace District for a bit. Alright, sounds good. Uh, so how about you roll me a perception check while you wander around uh, looking for things? Oh joy. Actually, oh joy. What'd you get? 23, nice. So, as you're uh, walking around, you see uh, on the wall a uh, wanted poster. And uh, you get closer to expect it, and you see that it's for a lot. Well, it's not really a wanted poster, it's more of a lost dog poster. Uh, you see that it's for the mayor's wife, uh, who recently lost her pooch or. Uh, as far as you can tell, um, the flyer essentially says, "Go to the mayor, the mayor, the mayoral mansion for more information on this matter." And there's a pretty good reward for it. Okay. Uh, it's uh, like twenty thousand gold for uh, returning the dog, because this is the mayor's dog. I might grab that just to hold on to it. Alright, sounds good. Uh, anywhere else that you're just gonna stick with that? And um. You wanna wander further and see what else you pick up? Yeah, let's wander further. Alright, um, as you're like walking through the marketplace, you see like a lot of vendors selling mostly produce, or if you get into some of the shadier alleyways, they. You start you see some people sell more shadier stuff, um, but you know this is still city. People who need to eat, people need to get their food. So like it's about a normal marketplace. Um, give me another perception check. Oh, that's bad. That's a seven. <laughs> All right. Well, so I got distracted by something. Oh, well, that's fine. The basically. I have a random table here, and what you roll depends on, like, what you hear, so that's what I'm having you roll for. Oh lord. Probably not a whole lot. <laughs> it could be something good, though. Um, you, uh, you kind of, like, walk by, like, um, almost an outdoor cafe. It's about noon around this time, and, uh, there are people there, you know, eating lunch and, uh, discussing, talking about things. You catch wind of a conversation as you walk past this cafe. And you hear a couple of you hear a couple uh, talk about how basically the white the woman is wanting to like is really missing this shop uh, that used to be here um, and like she's talking about the stress and everything that she found so beautiful in that shop and it was so great and the, the husband is like saying uh, yes honey of course but. Since that sinkhole happened, uh, that shop was much out of business. Too bad, unfortunately. Can I walk over and ask 
what they're talking about? Sure, of course. Uh, how do you approach? What do you say? Hello. Uh, sorry to intrude. I heard you guys talking about a sinkhole or something? Uh, the, the wife says, yes, yes. One of my favorite shops. It had this cute dress with a uh, yellow and frills. and It was beautiful. And uh, the husband just waves her off and says, yes. Um, three months ago, um, there was a sinkhole here in the Marketplace District. Uh, just quite a little south far from here. Um, it swallowed a large part of the, well, not a large, a, a good-sized portion of the marketplace, and it basically sunk it into a lake, if you will. Um, a lot of it has been flooded, and you can only catch the tops of some of the buildings. I have not seen a sinkhole in this fine city for as long as I've been here, but then again, when can one expect uh, natural disasters to occur, you know? The city yes, is built on shaky soil, so it's very possible, I suppose. Thanks. You're welcome. And uh, I take it with that you walk away? Mm -hmm. Alright, cool. Next, I'm going down to Mitch. What does All Captain right. do? Where does Captain go? Hmm. Honestly, I might uh, just stick to the tavern and see if I can find anything from the patrons in there. Alright, that sounds good to me. You just want to flirt with your crush. No. <laughs> you could do that <laughs> no, too. No, it's business time. <laughs> Alright, so, uh... I gotta go back. Um, there... oh, come on, we gotta be professional here. Come on, guys, grow up. So, <laughs> so, um, around the room, like I said, there's like a whole mixed bag of races, a couple tieflings, some humans, a few halflings, you want tea, bullywugs, all that fun stuff. Uh, okay. more in particular, you see, uh, at one table, um, this is actually, well, you got in here with Reika, right? You and Reika came in at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so you, you know that this is the table that Rika sat at and talked to, but you see a table with four humans and they're quietly talking, pointing to a piece of paper that they have between them. Alright. Um, at the bar... I guess I just... Sorry, okay. I wasn't done. Um, sitting at the bar also is a beautiful tiefling woman talking up to a lonely sailor in an all-too-revealing outfit. You can assume what that is, what is being discussed there. Uh, in the corner of the tavern, you see two halflings also quietly discussing something between themselves. And that's basically the most noteworthy things that you see. Um, everybody else appears to be just drinking, sharing a few laughs. Um, there's a game of darts going on in one side of the room. Hmm. I guess I'll start off with the four humans talking about a piece of paper. I'm gonna eavesdrop a little. Okay, um... You go over there. Uh, are you trying to be, like, stealthy about it? Yeah, um, I'm just gonna take, like, a... Uh, do I have, like, a, a beer with me or something? Uh, I'm sure you can get something. Uh, I'm sure uh, Darlene will come up and say, What can I get for you, darling? Uh, just a, a good beer. Thank you. Of course, and um, she gives you one. That'll be two silver. 
Okay, I give her the two silver. Thank you very much. And she pockets it, pockets it and uh, turns to the other patrons in the bar. And so, I take you take your beer and you go over there. Yeah, uh, just to kind of act like, oh yeah, I'm just a guy with a drink. Alright. Um, a guy with a drink and a dream. Godspeed, here we go. Give me a perception check as you kind of listen in on their conversation. Alright. Perception. Yeah, you you can hear you can hear what they're saying pretty clearly. Even I, if you really want, you could hear across the bar too. But um, gosh, I gotta probably hear the two halflings are talking. No, they the two halflings are very quietly discussing things. Um, you it's probably like at this point too that you're trying to like see what they're talking about that you they things start to get a little. Uh, what's the right word? Not really crazy. Um, heated. Heated. Thank you. Yes, heated between the group of uh, four, and you see like the this one big mus muscular guy with an eye patch. Um, uh, say to the skinnier man, "I've told you, and that fish man told you as well. This is the safest bet. My god and his god know that this is what it is." And you, the little guy's like shouting back up to him, like, "No, no, it's not." This is not a matter of faith, it's a matter of logic here, and I'm telling you that the Steel Shark is the one that's going to win. So you basically get from their conversation that they are trying to figure out what boat, like, what bet to place on what boat for this race. Oh, brother. Um, alright, then I guess, you know what, I'm gonna go over to the two halflings, just kind of, uh, get up and leave. Okay. You're just like, uh, da da da, go walk uh, over to the Nope, don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could care less. <laughs> Alright. All right. Uh, actually, you know, when I pass by, can I just, uh, do I actually hear what's going on at the bar? Uh. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I kind of already, uh, oh, wait, I kind of already know what's going on over there. Okay, never between, mind. Between the t tiefling and the sailor? Yeah, I think I know what's going on. Oh, yeah, you, you, you very much know what's going on, uh. Very well. Okay, yeah, then I'm just gonna continue over to the halflings. Alright. You go over to the halflings, and, uh, are you trying to be stealthy about this, or are you just, like, just you gonna, wanna... I'm basically just gonna lean up against a pole uh, with my beard, just, you know, sipping it while I listen in on them. Alright, give me a stealth check real quick here. Alright. Uh, let's see. That would be, an 18. Alright, you're, you're pretty inconspicuous right now, and uh, just give me another perception check to see what you hear. Okay. Uh, ten. Ten? Uh, you don't hear, like I said, they're talking very quietly, but, um, from what you can gather, uh, the, the male of the, the man of the halfling couple is trying to calm his woman friend down and uh, like she's very ups she's upset like you can see that she's like crying like th through her words you can only like make out um, snippets um, from her and all you can really make out is like I can't 
I don't know where he went. I just we we we, we, we looked all over for him. What what if something happened? What if the and just like her stuttering and trying to get these words out while her male friend is trying to calm her down and like comfort her. Uh, so I'm okay. no. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, what? I'm actually just uh, going to kind of look towards them, and actually, I'm gonna uh, kind of set my uh, beer down on the table and walk over to them. Uh, excuse me, is everything all right? Um, and you, you see that like the woman doesn't say much, but the uh, the man is says, uh, um, "Yes, we're we're fine, thank you." Um, I'm just. Uh, we just and the woman finally led like we we lost our friend. Hmm. Your friend? Uh, how? He's been missing for four weeks now, and we we meet here almost every day, but he he hasn't sh been showing up. And me and me and Cecil have been looking all over for, and she's just getting a little more frantic. And the the man Cecil. Uh, calm, like, uh, kind of pats her on the hand and says, "It's our friend Gerald. Um, he he's been missing for four weeks. Um, he usually comes here, but we haven't seen him. And he's he's not a bad person, but you, you know this town. It's this." There's a lot of people that there's a lot that could happen to them here, and we we went to the city guards and they don't seem to care at all, and we're just concerned. I understand. Well, maybe I could uh, help you guys out. Do you have any uh, experience finding people? Are you, you with the city that. guard? Let's just say that I do have experience with, well, doing uh, certain jobs that require that uh, my services. So you're uh, a cell sword of sorts. I'm a bounty hunter, and we'll just leave it at that for now. That's fair. Um... And besides, what does it matter? I'm offering you help, and you're asking uh, what I am. Well, he, he gives a suspicious look around the tavern before he quietly, uh, almost whispers to you. I'm not sure if you really know this, but Rosewater isn't the safest city here. Um, I've noticed. Between the Pirate Guild here, the different crime organizations, and as far as I'm concerned, the mayor's pretty corrupt if you ask me. He doesn't do a whole heck of a lot. saying that he might have something to do uh, with uh, your friend's disappearance or just the fact that he's not taking any initiative. I don't know what to say about it, but I, there's in a city like this, you can't trust many people. Well, if there's a coin involved, you can trust me to uh, find your friend. He, he looks a little disheartened by this and he kind of says, well, 
we don't have much, but and uh, Bridget uh, kind of like just like through her tears and says, "Will fifty gold be enough? Just to at least let him like let us know that he's okay." Sure, that 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 will work. Thank you. And she kind of so like uh, grabs your like hand. You okay. She just like grabs your hand and like a very appreciative like thank you very much. No problem. You both are uh, disheartened enough as it is, and well, uh, I'm not gonna ask for more. So, all right. In any case, where was um, uh, Gerald last seen? Um. They, they say that, like, the last place that they have seen him was, like, five weeks ago here at this tavern. Um, they don't know anything else other than that, really. Um, basically, like, they went home, uh, but he stayed behind to, you know, get a few more drinks in before he heads back to his own place, so... So we came here for a couple drinks, went back home... And you guys haven't seen him at all since then. They say that this was the last place that they've seen him. They, those two left to go home and left him there while he got a few more drinks before he himself headed home. Alright. Okay. Thank you for the information. I'll make sure I can uh, try to find your friend. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so that happens. I'm gonna jump back up to Matt and Joseph. Joseph, um, you are still at Sailfane Spell Bottles, and uh, he has essentially like. Uh, do you have any uh, questions you want to ask him about this job that he has? Has he ever sent anyone else in? Uh, he said no. Uh, the sewers aren't necessarily. Um, no, we're the first guys that's ever done the illustration. Well, he, like, people have gone down to the sewers plenty of times, but between, like, bandits and pirate gangs and, uh, carrion crawlers and various other nasty things down there, uh, not many people really come back for that, come back from that, or just, they just don't care about what he's trying to do with that. Um, he, he kind of gets in a bit more detail here with, like, his theory on the lightning strikes. Uh, he says, well, you see, I have this theory that these lightning strikes aren't really random, of course. Obviously, lightning doesn't strike, lightning strikes randomly, but I think that there is some sort of arcane focus that draws this lightning, giving it energy. Um, for the most, I, and he goes, you see, I think there's a spell circle underneath the city. I don't know the nature of it, but um, that's what I want adventurers here for, to map out this spell circle, supposedly. If what I say is true, then this is a fairly large spell circle, and if it's made by the goblins, then it's some pretty powerful magic indeed. Not for me, me and my uh, crew to do 
Well, I can give you, um, quite a few, uh, I can give you, like, a very hefty discount, like, shopping here at my store, of course, uh, but obviously I'm sure you want more monetary value as well, which is why I was hoping to offer you 50,000 gold, would that be enough? Real quick, Matt. Did you not want to get potions too here, or no? That's not, no, no. I'm still okay. All right, I'm just making sure. Um, he uh, says, "Well, you see, I'm a, uh, I'm a bit more. I'm a. F he, you see him search around a bit, and uh, finally he sees his little gelatinous cube, and he picks it up and says, "I'm a bit of a scholar when it comes to uh, oozes and." various other um, odd creatures like them. Um, so this right here, I'm essentially trying to make a new um, cleaning agent ooze that um, kind of will help clean the sewer system here in the city. It'll be much more contain. It'll be much more contained, a bit more obedient, rather than the carrion crawlers that are currently used underneath the city. And overall, it's it actually produces um, like it, it feeds on the trash and the waste of the city, and it produces um, this very nice uh, clear surface that it's lighter than glass and it doesn't shatter as easy and he doesn't like it, it's that's essentially what he's trying to work for something that's like waste free and also you know gives gives good stuff as an out product uh, do you want to hear some of the other stuff he's got? Yeah, real quick. Alright, so he's got, you know, healing potions, of course. He's got greater healing potions. Flying, invisibility, alchemist fire, fire resistance, disguise cell, feather fall. A glow stick, like, just for all intents and purposes, it's a literal glow stick. You snap it and it glows. It produces light. Um, he has an ooze and a, he has like an ooze and a vial. So like you just like smash the vial and this ooze comes out and um protects you or hurts you. He doesn't quite know the like so, oozes so, so, are so. he explains that oozes are very neutral and basically it's like a protecting force, but like it can turn on you very quite easily. Uh he also has smoke bombs and um his more popular uh, merchandise, psychedelics. Um, okay, so I think I'll get five health potions, standard health potions, three glow sticks, and fuck it, I'll take some edibles. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so hold on. So you're gonna take how many? Um, five. 
Five. Five Alright, so that's 250 gold. Plus how many? Three, I said five health potions, three glow sticks, one bag of the animals. Alright, glow stick. Uh, just doing math here. Give me a second here. Um, before, he asked, like, okay, um, what kind of edibles would you like, sir? What kind of you got? Like, you got like that. Well, the best we have here is uh, rainbow ooze, and that um, that is prime. Uh, we also have, uh, you know, just basically give me like it costs any like this. These psychedelics cost anywhere between 10 to 300 gold, so just give me a like. Okay, I do not have enough, because I only got 470, so never mind on that end. Uh, right. Just the five potions and three glow sticks. So Can that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be 280 gold. Perfect, I'll get those then. Alright, you get those. Edibles for like a fight. No, no, these are like high, high, like psychedelics. Okay, so oh, I'm at 220 now for gold. Okay. Those would not hype you in a. F those would not help you in a fight, Matt. Well, no, because I'm thinking like, oh, just leave it on the ground, and then like one of the buses, and then they're like, hi, and then we can like beat the shit out of it, or go up to it and be like nightmare, 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 and then we win. Oh jeez. Okay. I'm uh, concerned about you. Yeah, me too. See, hey, no, I'm thinking yeah. out of the box. I'm thinking out of the box here. All right. Be that as may, it's still concerning. That's fair. <laughs> All right. So you got your potions and your light sticks. Um, anything else you're interested in? Or are you uh, good? I'm pretty good right now because I'm at 220 gold, so I'm gonna wait till we do this mission, hopefully. All right. Um, so that goes through. Mary, is there anything else that you want to do before meeting back up in the Red Cell Tavern? Um. Not really. I've gotten a decent amount of information. Awesome. Nice. Uh, Mitch, anything, any more information before those do get back and you all meet up? Um, I guess I'm just going to walk around uh, the tavern just to uh, get information. Um, so, uh, by this point I've kind of walked away from the halflings, I'm presuming, right? Yeah. Alright, uh, um, as I'm uh, going, I guess I'm going to go up uh, to the bar and just sit down for a sec. Um, maybe... Uh, uh, if I listen in, uh, is there anything anyone's saying that could maybe uh, pertain to this, or...? Uh, not, not really. You don't hear, like, all the hear is, like, talk about, like, this boat race that's coming up. Um, some, like, political issues people have with the mayor, some crimes that have happened to some people, some people who have done crimes to other people. It's really a mixed bag. Okay. I don't play um, D&D for politics. Yeah. <laughs> I came here to counting! Yeah. I'm going point with the sword! Where's the dragonborn sovereignty? Time to slip more throats. Uh, oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's far south. You got, that's like a seventh month, that's like a seven month journey south. Chill. Chill. <laughs> Alright, in any case, um, you know what, I guess, I mean, the only, uh, person I can really think of who might have info, let's see, the Halfling's, uh, said that he was here, so, 
you know, uh, Instagram, I'm gonna ask uh, the bartender and ask if maybe she saw him. Do you remember uh, I mean, her name? I'm sorry, what? Do you remember her name? I gave you her name last time. Yeah, Darlene. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess I'll just ask uh, Darlene if she's maybe seen him. Okay. Uh, so after, like, after Darlene gets done serving some of the customers, she comes back to him and says, You enjoy that beer there? She gives a nod to the beer. Oh, it, <laughs> it was really good. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, uh, Darlene, I have a question. Sorry, I'm taken. She gives with a chuckle. No, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, no, it's a joke. She's, she's, she's okay. joking, she says. No. Rip. Uh, I, uh, okay, Captain is probably a little embarrassed, um, oh, uh, that, uh, that's not what I was, uh, gonna ask, uh, I, I mean, uh, well, I mean, not that I'm saying that I wouldn't ask you, I mean, it's just, uh, have you heard of a, a, a missing person lately? Um, a lot of people go missing here in Rosewater. Um, I'm sorry, it's, you know my name, and I, I've never really asked you yours. Um, oh, uh, Captain. Captain. And? Captain. That's it. Just Captain. Odd name, but it's nice. Well, well my parents have. Well, I wasn't my parents when they named me. So, um, I guess I go out to shake her hand, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, you guys ex uh, exchange pleasantries, and she says, well, yeah. Rosewater's full of missing people. Um, people go come here to get lost. Um, you know, um, refugees, criminals, we, we get all sorts here. Okay. Um, have you... Now... I'm actually trying to help out some people uh, with uh, finding their missing friend, and uh, his name is... Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I, I should probably write this down. What is his name? I'm gonna write this down. I said Gerald originally, but that was like my panic name. Uh, uh, instead, I'm going to say his name is Jace. Jace? Yes, so a little retcon there, because I panicked and I called him Gerald, and yeah, there's already... Oh, that's what you had to do. Wasn't there someone else named Gerald? Yeah, Lieutenant Gerald, the Dragonborn. Yeah, I, I was like. That. I, I panicked, and I was like, oh, that. It's okay. There's 10,000 Geralds. There's 10,000 Geralds. Gerald the Second. That's my go-to. No, this was Gerald the Second. That's my go-to panic name, I swear. Anyway. There's nothing wrong with that. Where is it? Anyway, uh, yeah, his name was Jace. Yeah, you're fine. But in any case, okay, so, yeah, I'm going to ask about Jace. Um, Jace. Yeah, he comes in here pretty often. I haven't seen him for about four weeks now. His uh, friend's still looking for them, for him, and she gives a nod toward the halflings in the corner. Yeah, that'd be them. Um, they offered me um, uh, some uh, gold in order to do this, so um, I'm gonna see if I can find him, I guess. Uh, nice. I mean, have you overheard him maybe say anything before he left the night, uh, last night uh, he was here? Sorry, I'm, I wish I could say, uh, I could help here, but I was bu 
I was pretty busy, like, almost, like, every other day here, you know? I didn't get much time to overhear or talk to anybody, but, um... Uh, my boss, um, he was, he was here. Uh, well, he was actually down here for once, um, not really working, more smooching the customers, but he was down here at the time. Uh, I'm just gonna, uh, take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'll see if I can get any information out of him. <laughs> or, you, or if you can beat any more information out of him. <laughs> oh, he was cry oh, he was last seen crying in the shower? Well, he's gonna cry more! Alright, um, so after... <laughs> after you guys have the... After, you know, Darlene gets done talking with you, it's about this time that Belle and Joseph walk back into the Red Sail Tavern. Uh, you see Captain at the bar talking to Darlene. Uh, everything else kind of remains the same. Uh, it's at this point, too, that the four gentlemen, like, the four humans who were there have left, and, uh, it's, like, the bar is kind of slowing down a little bit in business before it'll probably pick back up again later in the, in the evening. Hey, well, there you all are. Did you even leave? No, I've actually been looking out for work, and I may have found a lead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, the people, the folk over there, the two halflings, they said that their friend, uh, uh, went missing. His name is Jace. He hasn't been seen for four weeks, so... I'm just trying to get any information around here, see if anyone saw him. Because he was last seen here. Huh. Now, would Joseph, would Joseph kind of be like, Hey, this place looking kind of familiar to what that gnome showed me. Gnome? Was it a gnome? Yeah, it was a gnome. Okay. Would that be like, hey, like, is that somewhere like where the, like, where the dots were, you know what I'm saying? Oh, are, you, are you asking, like, where the, uh, let me see if that, uh, I just gotta pull up that map again, see if that corresponds. Yeah, you know, see what I'm getting at now? Yeah, I see what we're getting at. Um, it is, so the Red Sail Tavern is in between two of those circles. Okay. So, I'm gonna bring my thing, I'm like, well, if you guys want, I think my job that I found might correspond with what you found, Captain. Oh. Tell him about everything that the gnome told me, and I'll say, 50,000 gold if we do this. Plus, your friend, an additional 50. Uh, shit, I think out of the 50 gold, uh, they're giving me maybe nothing if we're getting this. I'm just saying, let's kill two birds with one stone, shall we? Okay. I mean, if what we're going to missing things, I'll whip out the, um, the lost dog, uh, poster thing. Alright, so you whip out that lost dog poster. Uh, did I tell, I think I, think I said it was like 2,000 gold for the return of the dog, right? Something like that. Yeah, probably. It's the mayor's dog, so some outlandish price. Oh! Well, you guys scored way higher than I did. Well, so I, have <laughs> <laughs> I have a suspicion that that's because Maybe we left. They're all connected in some way. But yeah, if we're gonna look for lost uh, dogs, I think that's the one place to look. Well, yeah, uh, you, <laughs> Matt, 
you're like, you have a suspicion that these all connect in some way. A missing dog, a missing person, and exploration of the sewer. How does that connect? Wow. We know that there are some monsters and shit, and there's some weird goblin shit going on, possibly. You, you would I can take some... So, a little, like, lore, like, you would know that goblins here, like, the population here is about, like, 50% monstrous races, like, you want tea, goblins, etc., and the other 50% is humans. So, like, it's not super uncommon to, like, you know, have to deal with that kind of stuff. Just pointing that out yeah, there. Let me phrase this, let me phrase this then. We know some routine shit is going on in the sewers, possibly. I mean, is there time that there is? From blood magic. What kind of. How do you get a quantity of blood? Sacrifice. How does that sacrifice? You take a dog and a dwarf. <laughs> okay, first off, it was that. What? Okay. I just, you're being extremely racist toward the halfling races because you always call them dwarves. It wasn't a halfling, it was a dwarf. It was a halfling that's gone missing. You always, yeah, you always mistake okay, Marlo for a dwarf. Then. You took a dog and a halfling. <laughs> no, but you, like, you just always mistaken Marlo for a dwarf. And I don't know mis- why, my brain's just like dwarf. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> there are no halflings, only dwarves. Only dwarves. Only dwarves. That's all that exists. What's a hobbit? <laughs> uh, uh. Back to game. Just, yeah, back and to game. Just I just want to size dwarves. Dwarves everywhere. It's canon now. Joseph doesn't know exactly no, that, what um, happened. He, so yeah. he hasn't closed that yet. So you. These dragonborn are scaled dwarves. So Joseph, you and you and Captain have spent some time in Rosewater every now and then, so you know a little bit more about the city. In, cities okay. in general, it's not uncommon to have like you know carry-on crawlers in the sewers because they help get rid of the waste. Like they're attracted to the waste, so like you know it makes sense for them to be down there. Um, and he kind of uh, Sailfane explained to you like you know this is the site of uh, the lost Goblin Empire, so I'm sure like there's some goblins who are down there searching for stuff. To- either, like, bring it back up to its former glory, or out of curiosity, or just because, like, hey, this is where we come from, you know. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if we found the dead halfling, and... The dead (laughs) dog! In the sewers, I'm just saying! Just saying! I'm his voice until he gets the halfling. I mean, it's a, it's a good it's a good place to dump a body. I'll give you that. Um, that was also just going to pipe up again quickly and be like, "Oh yeah, I also heard about this random sinkhole that popped up like a little while ago that like doesn't usually happen." Did they ever say what the, uh, what the cause was? They said that the ground might be unstable and stuff, but, like, they're not really sure. But that's never really happened before, so. Mm. Alright, then. Took out this, like, dress shop or something. It took out quite a few shops because of, like, a... For... Oh, yeah. I'm just... The one yeah. that I remember them talking about. Oh, yeah. So... We have all this information now. Yeah, I yeah. think 
in the sewers because that's the highest reward. And then find them there, great. And if not, we do the rest of the stuff. I mean, we're not going anywhere really anytime quick, are we? No, uh, not really. No, we really don't have a choice. <laughs> I mean, I guess if we can uh, start here, though, because there is one more thing I have to do. Bell, uh, you remember that guy who we had a conversation with? What now? Well, apparently uh, I'm being told that he might know about uh, the missing person. I'm not gonna beat him this time. <laughs> this time. Alright, we'll go upstairs again. Trust me, I don't want to talk to that uh, scumbag, but we have to. Going back up to talk to old evil Benjamin Franklin. Mm -hmm. Wanna come this time, Joseph? I don't know, yeah, I'll come with you guys, why not? Alright. Cool, I get, this to, will be an experience. I get to describe the sky a second time. Cool. Now, I did say that I won't beat him, but Joseph, Marcel, <laughs> have at it. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. I mean, he wasn't asked, but we'll see where we go first of all. Right. Alright, so it's been like about, I want to say an hour or so since like you last ran into this guy. So you walk back up to him up to the room, you give a knock on the door, and uh, you hear the sink running, and like the sink run kind of just turns off. He goes to the door, opens it a crack, and sees you there, and he quickly shuts the door. <laughs> uh, hello? Housekeeping, no one's home. We saw you open the door. I'm gonna kick the door down if you don't open don't it. kick the door down. I won't hurt him, I'll just hurt the door. He, You're not helping. He opens the he, door. Neither is he. He opens the door with a very uh, frightful look on his face. I told you, I would do all that you promised. Please, just leave. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm actually just going to kind of uh, slowly open the door. And I'm going to put my uh, hand on his shoulder. Okay. That's and, uh, not to, what I'm here for. Yeah. To describe the, this man to you, Matt, as well, <laughs> so you have a good idea. This is a very... This is a very fat... Uh, Heavyweight man. Um, he has a semicircle ring of hair that goes down to his shoulders. That's very greasy too at this point. Uh, very just double chins. He looks very disgusting. Very fat. He looks like a Jello man. A Jello man. Jello Benjamin Franklin. Fucking Jello man. He looks like a fat evil Benjamin Franklin. And also I, I don't know. I I just really like that joke. It's a good joke. Oh, man. Um, geez, whoever thought that was a genius. There's <laughs> Superman, there's Batman, and then what do we have in this campaign? Jello Man. Jello Man. The worst one. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Back to Jello Man. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Alright, well, yeah, so I do that, um, and I say that's not what I'm here for. Yet. We just wanna talk. Calm down. Alright, um, so, okay, well, what is I can help you with then? Um, it's a question about a missing person. I know, no I know nothing of such people, and they're missing. I know have nothing. You, have you at least heard of the name Jace? Uh, he 
is a person uh, who used to who used to come to this tavern and has been seen for a couple weeks now. Never heard of that name in my life. Okay, I'm rolling inside. Okay. Um. Okay. Let me see here. Inside is wisdom, isn't it? Um. Yes. Oh. Okay. Uh, that is a unnatural 20. So with your insight roll, you can see that, like, you have meeting, like, meeting this man and talking with him for a bit previously, he is not the type of person who really bothers with names a whole heck of a lot. Um, so like, you know, the fact that you just come up here and ask about this random Jace person, he's like, I I've never met a Jace before in my life, I don't... Okay. He has no clue. He's he, stupid. Yeah, he doesn't like. If you <laughs> like, all you said to was like, bluntly. yeah, all you said was like, hey, there's this guy, Jace. Okay. Um, yeah, but you might want to try describing him. He's a he's a halfling. He's uh, shown up uh, to the tavern quite a few times. He usually shows up with uh, two other friends. Yeah. I'll, I'll also say um, that. Uh, wh wh who are they? Um, Cecil and Bridget. Uh, I don't think I ever told you the girl's name, but the girl hop, the girl halfling was Bridget. Uh, Cecil and Bridget, Bridget, yeah, Cecil and Bridget gave you like a good description of Jace. Uh, he's, he, you know, standard halfling size. He has this curly blonde hair and green eyes. Um, very odd combination for a halfling, but that's what makes him stand out. Um, okay, then I. He, he's a dock worker too, so like he is fairly tan skin. Okay, then yeah, I tell him that description. Alright, uh, he, he thinks back and he says, well, I think I remember somebody uh, of that appearance five weeks ago or so. Actually... Uh, I, I think I remember seeing someone with that appearance five weeks ago here, but they left uh, with a uh, little... Well, he, he gives a smirk to himself. They left with a rather fetching woman, if you don't mind me saying. We do mind. Yeah. And I like I really What? I'm just I'm a businessman. If my I'm giving him an intimidating look. <laughs> <laughs> if my patrons come in here and expect a certain uh, service, then I do my best to provide. I'm going to... Can I punch him in the jowls? <laughs> I'm going to give him a very intimidating look, like I'm going to actually kill him. Uh, like, I want to intimidate him. He's he's already thoroughly intimidated by you. You don't even need to roll. You, you beat him the hell up last time. <laughs> you know, can I just fume like, smoke from my nose then, just to add it? Sure, of course. I'm tempted to close the door again. Please do. There's a hospital nearby. Yeah, by right? all means. Please. Please. I can. Just to be safe. I'll, I'll give you. A, I, I know that. I know this person's name. I can give you a description too. Um, I don't know where they live, but uh, perhaps that might be enough to help you find them. Um, I know them by violets. They're um, tall woman, black hair, um, brown eyes, um, very inconspicuous, very cute too. Um, he gives us. <laughs> smirk with that, um, but then he realizes where he's at, and he's just, um, but of course, um, 
her and the halfling left um, later that evening. Um, he looked, the halfling looked uh, concerned, but that I can certainly understand. Uh, she can be a very intimidating, <laughs> um, and he, he kind of trails off. Alright, alright, we don't have to uh, talk about that. Yeah. I'm gonna, I was gonna say, can I slap him like, hey, focus! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, I'm, that's all I know, I swear. If any of this information is wrong, and I'm actually going to kind of uh, shine my uh, cutlass a little bit. Yeah, he, he's, he gulps. flinches a little bit and then just uh, goes back and like he ducks back in his arm shuts the door and you can hear it like lock you can hear like 20 locks go on in the door <laughs> are those always there? no he, he had them installed the door door. <laughs> he had them installed he's very frightened I don't think he's gonna be coming out of there for a while can you fucking blame him? nope between the two of you this time? Um, hey, I mean, it's like I said, though. I wasn't going to hurt him. Good job, though, Joseph. Thank you. Pirates have standards. Let that be known, audience. Pirates have standards. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... Uh, are you guys good with that? have to lock the door again. Are you guys good uh, with the information that you got? Anywhere else that you want to go do... So, uh, real quick question here, like side question here too. Did you divvy up the health potions as well, Matt, or are you just gonna board them for yourself? Yeah, I'm gonna go. You know what? There's something else I want to test out. Um, oh, fuck. All right, I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna give it to four of you. I'm gonna give them one each, right? Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, hold on, don't use it yet. Try something. Are you gonna check to make sure it's right? I'm gonna make sure to check it's not poison because I didn't trust the gnome with all the shit going on. Okay, so, gonna... so that's <laughs> why I, that's why I was asking. How about you roll me an Arcana check? Oh, okay. Because I was gonna knock on the door, give it to the back guy, and just be like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my god! We have a black eye! I swear, I thought it was a health potion." Just get like a bucket of popcorn boys, uh, like uh, choking. Oh god, someone should do something! <laughs> Someone's gonna right. help, not kill! Alright, so what'd you get for your arcana? Uh, yeah. Uh, 12 for a natural roll. Alright, uh, so that, that's good enough to tell it. This is legit. Um, he may be disorganized and messy, but, um, he would never act like, if he were to accidentally sell something that wasn't what it was on the bottle, then he'd be screwed. <laughs> Okay. Because again, that's the whole reason why I bought five there, because then we can test it. 
just being like, is this one poison? Is this one poison? I feel like, well, not even that one's poison because I knew it came from the same exact, like, cauldron. So I was just like, oh, fuck, don't drink that. Or, oh, cool, we got poison. It's <laughs> 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 no mistakes, only happy accidents. Alright. Uh, okay, Bob Ross. <laughs> so you all go back to Sailfane's spell bottles. And uh, I'm not going to describe the site again. You pretty much get it. It's a very messy interior. Uh, but the gnome is still there, and he's messing around with his cauldron. Um, he doesn't notice that you walk in. Hello? He, he, he still doesn't turn around yet. Grab another empty bottle! No! <laughs> I was gonna pull out my gun and just shoot it in the no! air. No! <laughs> oh, I, I was just walk up to him and like tap him on the shoulder. So yeah, sure, you you do that. So and they he... don't act like complete idiots. Yeah, you do that, and he he gives a jump, and a glass bottle that he was holding shatters on the floor. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> and you see, and you, the contents of this glass bottle start to like uh, eat away at the floor, and he's like, ah. And uh, you see this little gelatinous cube come clean up the mess <laughs> best it can. Aww. See, I was hoping for that reaction the first time I described this, but then Matt well, was like, honest, whatever. Let's be honest, Joseph doesn't want to... Oh, I'm not an kind of guy. I'm probably silent during that. Yeah. Anyway, um... Bell 100% would be like, aww. Yeah. And then the, the gnome uh, says, oh... Thank you, Architect. Uh, thank you, AR. Um, and he turns to the both of you and says, Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Selfane the Cedar Orwick Respin. Nice to meet you. I'm not even going to try to pronounce nice that. Nice to meet you, too. Sorry for startling you, I guess. It happens all the time. Um, and uh, that's why I have AR here to help me clean up my messes. <laughs> And you look around the shop, and like like I said, the shop is still a mess, regardless of AR's efforts. I don't think this is... I don't think this is an AR problem. Anyway. Ah, you you again. Um, have you decided to take, uh, take my offer on the job here? Do we want more information? Oh, of course, of course. Um, exactly everything, and answer any of the questions that they have. Of course, and uh, he goes on to explain uh, what he's already explained to Joseph, um, how there's how he believes that there's a giant spell circle underneath the city uh, the goblins may have made. He doesn't know the nature of it, he doesn't know really what's going on with it, but based off the lightning strikes and lightning patterns, it's probably still being charged. So like, it's like... It's like leaving the stove on a little bit. Oh, fun. For thousands of years. He, he remarks, it could potentially be dangerous. I just want to say that forthright. Uh, that's why I don't have many offers on it, because that's how I explain it, too. It's like leaving the stove on for thousands of years. Well, we've never cared much whether things are dangerous. But, um, regardless, uh, this is a... Very interesting find, and uh, I just want to know the nature of the spell circle. Um, if it's dangerous, of course, I urge you to disable it any way you can. Um, I 
especially since one is right outside my front door. I, I don't want my shop blowing up, you understand. Well, I wouldn't want the town blowing up either. Yes, of course. No, no of course. Um, everybody's safety is, of course, my concern as well. Um, but uh, I don't necessarily think that this is a malevolent, a malevolent uh, energy. But um, I, I could be wrong, of course. Um, and any other questions that you have for this? Um, So, I was told about a sinkhole that happened a little while ago. Ah, yes, the sinkhole in the marketplace district. I'm ashamed to hear that. My favorite fruit stand got swallowed up in it. Luckily, um, luckily the owner of said fruit stand got out in time, but um, I wish I could say the same for everybody. He gives, like, this very solemn look. Sorry to hear that. Is there any possible way that that's related to anything? Because I was told that this doesn't really happen a lot. Magic is... finicky, sometimes. Um, it's a very chaotic force that infuses itself with nature quite a bit, so... It could be a circumstance of that, but it could also be a natural occurrence. Um, magic and nature go hand in hand in their chaotic elements. But that's what makes it fun, he says with a grin. I'll take your word for it. And any other questions? Um, along with this that we're, uh, helping you with, I believe we're also looking for a lost dog and a lost halfling, I believe? Well, I know nothing of either of those, um... Um, okay, well I guess I could, uh, give information on, uh, on, uh, Jace, uh... I guess I could just uh, tell him. About, uh, I'll just uh, tell him, you know. Okay, this is all about Jace and you know a uh, description and all. And last we saw of him. Uh, do you mention? Uh, dang, I already forgot her name. Would I name her Violet or something? Yeah, Violet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Violet. Uh, did you do you t mention Violet at all, or just Jace? Uh, yeah, I mentioned Violet. Alright, um, he says, uh, well, I don't know much about, uh, this halfling Jace, you say his name is? Um, but, uh, Violet does come in here sometimes. Uh, can you tell me anything about her? Well, she mostly, uh, comes in here to get some, uh, makeup, which, you know, I do sell some of. Uh, in fact, she's pretty much my only clientele when it comes to that department. Um, sometimes she gets interested in my psychedelics as well. Um, but... You're, I'm sorry, you're, you're what? Psychedelics. Uh, I sell psychedelics here. Um, not exactly the most legal line of work, but legality in this city is, uh... Question. Oh, no, I, I, I do not partake in such activities, though, of course. Um, clouds the mind. I got a 5,000 gold 
or 50,000? Yeah, 50,000 well, 50, gold for this. Yeah. Bell, okay, I gotta send it 50,000 gold. Yeah, don't question it, Bell. But, I mean, this is uh, good money. I'm However, it a little. Well, what I really want to question is the fact that you sold that and you didn't even think it, that that was strange at all. I mean, psychedelics are used for a good time. I don't sell poisons. Well, he, he, he gives a... Sometimes I sell poisons here, but she no, she not, has never bought anything like that. Um, no, psychedelics just, you know, uh, help pleasure one's mind, of course. And, uh, I Listen, I have my shop here. I know I don't sell the most legal things, and for that discretion that I give, people tend to come back, if that makes sense. I'm gonna look at him, and... I'm gonna look at the bell and Joseph like hella suspicious and worried. You wanna roll insight? A little bit, just to see if I can get any any more info. Alright, uh, go ahead and roll insight. Okay, uh, that will be a... Uh, uh, Nineteen. Um... Yeah, he is telling the truth. Um, he, like, he doesn't do psychedelics. He likes to keep his mind clear, but, you know, he's in a very criminal city, so, like, you know, he's got to make a profit somehow. Okay, well, I'm just going to look over to Bell and Joseph and just say, well, I think we found out what exactly happened. Maybe. I'm a bit worried, but I think I know where you're going with this. Is there anything else you can tell us about Violet? Like, anything that you know about her personally? Uh, personally, um, I know she lives, um... Oh god, I gotta pull up the map again. Where is the map? She lives, um, on the border between the Northern, Northern Thorn District and the Marketplace District. She lives along that. Okay. I... well, thank you. Is there anything else that we need to mention her? I don't think so. Joseph? I'm all set if you guys are. Uh, real quick, I just want to double check something for you, Joseph. Um... Okay, never mind. I thought there was a I thought there was a lightning strike there. I was wrong. Carry on. Uh, all right. Well, I think I know uh, where our next stop uh, should be. Agreed. Yeah, it looks like we're going to go to Violet's house. All right. Go it. All right. We shall. So. At this point, it's like about, uh, it's starting to get later in the day, like, um, shops are starting to close down, people are trying to get home to their families and enjoy a nice dinner, um, while you guys head off to, uh, Violet's home, or at least the address that, um, Sailfane gave you. Um, do you guys want to talk to each other about anything in particular on your way there, or just, uh... Fast traveler. Does anyone really have anything like they want to share with the group? I mean, not really. Yeah, I mean, like there's nothing really. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I think I'll just fast travel there. Alright, so you guys get there, and, um... You... <laughs> That's fast travel. <laughs> yeah. That's fast travel. <laughs> you guys, uh... You guys get uh, to the address, and you... You do a double take, because this does not add up to you guys at all. You're looking at the address that Sailfane gave you, and this... Looks like a house that has been abandoned for a hundred years or so. Um, it, there, it gives very haunted house vibes from you. There's like weeds and grass growing all over the yard. Uh, the oh, front gate is rusted. The vines are going up the walls of the house. Um, vines and ivy and... Uh, you see that some shingles from the roof are starting to slide down the chimney. Uh, the, the top of the chimney has completely fallen off and into the yard. Um, That's this violence place. A couple broken windows. I my rock ready, just in case, and also my scimitar. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, you yeah, guys like check yeah. the at you guys check the address like three times, and this is it. This is the one that Sailfane sent you to. I love what she's done with the place. Odd. Well, Captain, I'd say we keep our eyes open. Something doesn't feel right. Yeah. You think? Well, I mean, a little side comment. What, Captain? Nothing. I'm not sorry for being snarky as hell. I'll give a fuck. Yeah. So what's your plan here? Well, I'm gonna approach the door and like you, like be ready. I'm gonna tell them I'm gonna kick down the door on the count of three. Everyone ready? Are you sure that's Are a you sure? good idea? Uh, maybe we should sneak in. Alright, I'm gonna gently push the door open. Alright, you gently push the door open, and um, it doesn't budge. It's Locked. Fuck. Knock. We could try knocking on the door. Move aside. I can take care of it. Oh, for God's sake. We don't... Bell, look at the place! Bell. <laughs> no, but... Bell, does it look like this is a five-star hotel? No. I was gonna say, this place has clearly been ransacked, and if I've not forgotten, you guys dealt with, like, a witch that had black magic. Wait. What? When did that happen? What? Oh, oh, oh. Did she have plant magic? No, I, you're, you got, you're talking about the lizard folk. Pat, uh, yeah. what was her name? Uh, Pika. Or Pekka. Pika have plant magic? Uh, more like necro- uh, More like fungus, if you want to go about it like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, clearly this place looks ransacked. <laughs> we know magic exists. I mean, That's considering right. how two of the three of you do magic, yeah. <laughs> we already know that plant magic exists, or fungus magic. <laughs> just read technical. Alright. Alright, in any case, I can pick the lock. <laughs> I'm just worried about something happening. Uh, well, like what? 
this will, okay, like, this will be like truffle bears or something stupid like that. Because if this person is really as secretive as they seem, they're obviously going to have some kind of protection or something. Well, if they do, then we'll make a short work of them. I'm just saying be careful. We will. Careful. Captain, unlock the door, please. With pleasure. I kind of stretch out and I get to work with my lockpicks. Alright, so as you go down, you squat down to try and pick this lock, you hear from the other side the doorknob start to turn. I'm gonna quickly uh, put those away. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> and stand up straight. Uh, I'm still gonna have lock ready. You, 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 uh, the door opens as you stand up straight and you are greeted by an elderly gentleman who says, Oh, um, hello. Can I, can I help you, Snappers out here? Uh, yes, sir. We're looking for a person. We're looking for Violet. Oh. Have you heard of her? Um, I'm afraid I don't know anybody here by that uh, name. Uh, oh, kind of wanna. I mean, this is the right address, so I kind of want an insight. Alright, I'm gonna. Uh, go ahead, uh, roll inside. Wait a little bit. Oh god, deep first. I'm, I'm pressing X to doubt. So... I got... I don't, I don't think Mary appreciated that reference. <laughs> I got a 23. Alright, um... He... You can tell that, um... He kind of, like is hiding a little something about, like, the nature of Violet, but, well, he is being truthful that she does not live here. Alright. Alright, then, then. So, like, he, essentially, he lied about knowing anybody by the name of Violet, but she, you can tell that from his, um, like, obviously, Violet does not live here. Tell us, old man. What happened to your house? Oh, well, you see, I'm just... Age doesn't make things easy, you know, and, uh, ever since my wife died, and he, he kind of, like, rubs the doorframe of the house, um, things have been hard keeping up the place, you know? Not many young people like to come by and fix up this haunted house. Haunted house, you say? Well, that's what kids say, but of course it's not haunted. I've lived here all my life. I've lived this place. Yeah, apparently a little too long now. Tell you what, kind sir. I think me and my friends are feeling a little generous here. Why don't we come inside, try to see if we can help you out? Uh, well, I don't need any help inside. It's just outside work, but if you insist on coming in, then by, by all means. And he, like, um... Oh, like, he steps out of the door and lets you all in. Um, can I, uh, kind of whisper over to, uh, Joseph and Bell or something like that, like, without him, uh, hearing? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna whisper over to you guys. He knows about Violet. Duh. You're obviously Don't eat anything, don't drink anything. Oh, I wasn't planning on it. 
<laughs> Joseph is like, I do not trust this old man at all. Not one bit. I've seen enough movies. Anyway. You seem to be a bit more suspicious than the rest of us. Are you yeah. okay? I just doesn't feel right. Worn down house, strange old man where the address is. I don't trust it. I've been well. in situations like this many times before. Wait, when have you been in situations like this? I'm a pirate too, and this hasn't happened. He's a pirate and bounty hunter. You don't think there's gonna be situations where you, like someone's like, oh, old man, dude, old man, and then oh my god, just a pirate, and I haven't encountered a, a, a this ship. What are you talking about? <laughs> At this point, the old man's like. Are you all gonna come in, or are you just gonna stand there whispering at my door? You're acting like I'm scared here, but like I'm doing something character. <laughs> so, Alright, anyway, as I'm saying, I am also quite much in, very much in character. Yeah. What? <laughs> so do you go inside? Yes, go inside, yes. Right. Let's go inside. You go right, inside, wait. and he gently shuts the door behind you, and he says, well, uh, is there anything I can help you with them besides, uh, I have, uh, are you hungry? I have, um, dinner on the stove. We can, uh, stop the pleasure days. We know you know something about Violet. He, he kind of looks down and says, I, listen, I'm just an old man, I, I like to help people. This, this town, the city, it's full of pickpockets and scoundrels and pirates and... Some people just need a hand. So, sometimes I offer a room to people who need it. Violet stopped by here or lived here for a little Violet's been in and out of this house. She brings her work home with her sometimes, but she doesn't live here. What kind of work does she bring home? Oh, yeah. Dead. <laughs> you know, um... Captain! Men, women... And... and Things in between, I can't even tell you, but she she's told me that she's hiding from someone uh, in the city, a refugee of sorts. So she has asked me to pretend she doesn't exist here. I swear, I is she all right? Is she all right? Is that why you're here? Is, has something happened to her? I'm gonna sit down next to the old man and be like, listen. Alright? You just gotta ask her a few questions. Not here to arrest her. Not here to hurt her. Just ask her a few questions. We'll be on our merry way. That's all we wanna do. Okay? So if you wouldn't mind, we're gonna probably stay here until she gets back. Oh. Uh, maybe a long wait. Uh, she hasn't been here for four weeks now. But she doesn't, you know, she comes very sporadically, 
sometimes I haven't seen her for a month before she gets back in, but... That's... Is it a month? Well, a month, sometimes two. Like I said, she comes and goes as pieces, as with other people here in this house. Speaking of which, there's one person that we're actually looking for. Who's been gone the exact amount of time. Yeah, uh, the name of this person is uh, Jace. Have you heard of him? He's a halfling, kind of, uh, and I'm just giving the description. Yeah, um, he, he thinks back, and I've, I've never seen this Jace. I believe him on that. There's something going on here. Yeah. Can I roll insight? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he has not seen Jace. He's, he's being truthful with that. He, his eyes have not seen Jace. Okay. Then... Uh, I guess we can ask him where Violet went. I'll, I'll do that, I'll do that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Alright. Okay. So, sir, do you have a name, sir? Jenkins. Yes, that's my first name, Leroy Jenkins. Oh, oh for God. God's sake! <laughs> I used to be an adventurer so like you, and then Man, I took an arrow to the knee. Right after that one. Man, we're back to zero already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jenkins, see that my has been here for a while. Okay, we believe you. She does like to spend her time at uh, that cellophane spell bottles, I know, and if not there, um, I know she goes to the marketplace district to buy her uniforms. Uh, I have the name of uh, one shop if you want that. Sorry? I have the name of uh, one particular shop she goes to, if you want that. Yes, please. Any little bit helps? Alright, and, um, he says, uh, he, he, like, gets a piece of paper, writes it down, and, uh, uh the name of the shop is... Flower and Ice. What is it? The name of the shop is Flower and Ice. Flower and Ice? Ice, I S C. Oh, ice. <laughs> Flowers and ice. <laughs> Flowers and ice. So close. <laughs> I mean, it's better than what I came up with. Yeah. All right. Um. Huh. I, I, I wish I could be any more help, but I, I swear that's all I know. Yes, uh, is there anything else I can help you with? Um, Do you know where she was going before you didn't? Before she left? No, uh, she doesn't say much to me, but um, she does treat me well. Alright. Maybe we'll be able to come back and help you out a, a bit. 
with some cleaning. Alright, so... You don't always have to go on a murderous rampage! I am... Did I promise anything? No. Did I say something to be nice? Yes. Now shut up! So do you exit the house at this point? Yes. Yeah. Alright, so you all exit. Um, really, if you guys want to go to Flowers and Ice right now, it be closed, so there's really no point in going. Um, besides, this is a nice place to end things for right now. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys oh, for listening. I'm a little bit hit Captain upside the head first. <laughs> yeah. I know, Captain is such a dick right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank oh. you guys for listening uh, today's episode where we solve a case of missing people. <laughs> Who knows what happened to them? If they are all connected to the probably, sewers, probably, probably not. Probably not. We're probably not at all connected to the sewers at all. Right. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've been your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin Katie. Thank you for listening. You can find me on all the socials. It's KMKD42 or Kevin Katie. Um, rest of you guys? Um, hey guys, I'm. Mitchell, and you guys can find me at Ronin Gaming on uh, Twitch. Be sure to uh, leave me a follow over there, and uh, where I just do so occasional gaming live streams. Um, nothing from my end. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you next week. Uh, same here. Nothing from me either. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.